Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Mysterious Headlines podcast. Lots of updates, lots to talk about in the Gabby Petito case. We're going to waste no time and get right to all of the developments. Now, these all come after a week of a lull in the case. Really no new developments since the autopsy report last week. Then this morning, a slew of developments throughout the day. It started this morning at around 8 a.m. Police flooded the Carlton Reserve. Now, this is of note because the Carlton Reserve opened for the public for the first time in a month yesterday. It had been closed to the public. They opened it up yesterday, which signaled to people that they're done searching the reserve. They didn't find anything there. They didn't find Brian. So they're opening it back up to the public. They're going to put their their dollars and their resources to work somewhere else. And then this morning, police flooded the reserve. Lots of police cars were seen entering the reserve. And then about an hour later, the laundry family attorney, Stephen Bartolino, he confirmed that Roberta and Chris Laundry, who are Brian's parents, last night made plans to go to the reserve this morning and search. And that FBI was made aware of their plans to search and join them this morning. And after a brief search, after a brief search, they discovered articles in the reserve. Now, articles can be any item of note. It could be clothing, it could be jewelry, it could be any other item that is of note that is, you know, specific to a person. So something like a gum wrapper is not really anything of note because anybody could have a gum wrapper and have left it there. But something like a necklace or a pair of shoes, that is specific to a person. Not everybody, not anybody could have a necklace. So that was a very big development. They had found articles. Up until now, we had been told there was nothing found at the Carlton Reserve. And then these articles were found. Police and the laundry family parents searching together after a brief search. Then, a little bit later... We hear that the county coroner has been called into the reserve. Now, immediately, people are saying, oh, he, they found Brian Laundrie's body. He's dead. That's why they called in the coroner. Now, we know that when a coroner is called in, it's usually because they found a dead body. But they had not reported that they found a dead body, but they reported that the coroner was called in. Then, a little bit later we get confirmation that there were parts of a remain found near a backpack in the reserve area. Now this came from NBC News reporting this. 
Now, parts of remains. Not a whole remain, a whole body. Because they would say a body was found. They said parts of remains, which means it was not a whole body. Could have been dismembered pieces, but parts of remains. And then a short time later, the FBI said, we're going to be doing a press briefing at 4.30 Eastern time. They did their press briefing and they confirmed that, yes, they did find parts of remains near a backpack and a journal or a notebook. They said the notebook and the backpack are Brian Laundrie's. They said they are still working to identify the remains and are continuing the other parts of the investigation. That was all the information they had to give. Very, very interesting. So we're going to break down this information here. We're going to break this down, talk about what it means, and where we think things go from here. Now, people's gut reactions are, oh my gosh, they found Brian's remains. Those are Brian's remains. And it's very well possible that they did find Brian's remains. I also forgot to note that the police have searched this area before, but it was under knee-deep water until about a week ago. So the water has only just receded in the Carlton Reserve area. And so police were able to go back out to this spot and look in this area where they had looked before, but it had been very hard to search in that area before. And so that's of note as well. But we obviously can assume I don't, well, I don't want to say that. We can't assume, but we can, we can use our judgment and our information that we do know to say that we think it's Brian Laundrie's remains. Now, they did find, like, middle of September, they found a body in the Carlton Reserve area. It was not Brian Laundrie. It was another guy that committed suicide. So, it's not out of the realm of possibility that it's somebody else in the reserve, but it also could be Brian Laundrie. We don't know. There's also this theory, did the parents plant the evidence? It's very suspicious that yesterday the reserve was open to the public for the first time in a month. They decide that night, hey, we're gonna go search the reserve in the morning. And then all of a sudden, through a brief search, they find articles. It does beg to question, they could have gone to the reserve yesterday and planted the items and then brought law enforcement there this morning. It's certainly possible. Now you would think, well, what are their motives? Well, in doing that, they could have tried to like, just try to distract police thinking, okay, that's going to like put their efforts towards something. And they're going to think they have something of note. And then in the end, it's not really going to end up being something. But they did find human remains, which could be Brian Laundrie's. So, you know, in the end, I think they did end up finding stuff. And they did end up, you know, there, there are significant developments there. So, if their purpose was to, like, distract them, I don't think that anything really happened in that regard. 
but you think about what else might have been their motives if that if they really did that if they really planted the items you know distraction you know they maybe wanted to be seen as like oh we went out to the reserve oh we found articles we're helping this case we're bringing this case to a close maybe they wanted to be seen as the good guys i don't know it certainly begs to question everything that they have done thus far is suspicious and so it begs us to question why this day after they opened the reserve for the first time were articles found why and so moving forward we do think that these remains are going to be identified now when they found gabby petito's body they were able to say right away that they believed it to be gabby petito now that was a body and not parts of remains these are parts of remains and so it's probably a lot harder to identify them right on the scene because it's pieces and not a whole. And so that's probably why they were not able to say that yes, it's him because it's parts and not a whole. But when they announced that they had found her, then it was a day and a half later that they confirmed that it was her and announced that it was indeed homicide. So with these remains, whoever they end up being, we predict that probably in the next day or two, they will announce the official word of who they are. Probably in the next couple days, they'll announce that. And then we'll be able to move forward one way or the other. If it's Brian Laundrie's remains, then they can start moving forward with the rest of the case. I'm sick to my stomach thinking that it might be Brian Laundrie because how will Gabby ever get justice? But I was reminded today that justice doesn't just have to come in the form of a sentencing. It doesn't just have to come in the form of a sentencing. Now we, you know, we think about this and with cases like this and we often want the person in jail, to rot in jail. Because how could they have done such a heinous thing? We want them to spend the rest of their life in jail thinking about their actions. We do. But justice can come in other ways. Justice can come through the foundation that their parents set up. Justice can come through people rallying together, you know, raising awareness on domestic violence and raising awareness on other missing person cases. Justice can come in other forms. So if the remains are positively identified as Brian's, then the case will move forward and they will be looking to see, you know, what other information they can uncover. Who else can they talk to to get information? Maybe, maybe the laundry family parents will talk. Um, you know, even if they bring the laundry family parents in, they can still invoke their Fifth Amendment and choose not to talk. So I don't know if the parents would talk or that there's anything they could do to make them talk. But 
the case will move forward trying to get answers to figure out what happened and piece things together still. If the remains are not Brian Laundrie's, if they're the remains of someone else, then they're looking at, well, how did this person die? And do they have any relation to the Brian Laundrie case? Obviously, they were found near a backpack and a notebook that were said are Brian Laundrie's. So you would think that there would be relation to the case if, if it's not Brian Laundrie's remains, but it's hard to say. So that is where things kind of go from here. We will be monitoring to see when they release information on whose remains they are. I'm also curious, and the question I want to pose to you is, what do you think might be in that notebook? Now, we know the notebook was in water, so it's hard to say is, you know, is it going to be salvageable? Will they be able to read anything in the notebook? But I think it depends on how wet it got, and maybe they'll be able to salvage some of it. I would like to hope that there's a note in there, like a, a mission note explaining everything, but I'm not hopeful. I'm not, I don't think it's very likely, but it's possible. So I think that would be really interesting to see and hear what they have, what they find in the notebook. But that is all the developments today. I would love to hear your thoughts. Do you think the parents planted the evidence, the articles? What do you think? Tweet me at MYS headlines using the hashtag mysterious headlines. I'll be popping back on when there is new developments, which very well could be tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye.